Welcome to Disruptors, the dark side of light. My name is Anna and I am your host and this is my podcast. We will be talking about all things physical, metaphysical, spiritual, healing, light, dark, you name it, let's go there. I am here to illuminate, I am here to activate your code. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, know that it is exactly what you need to hear in this moment. So enjoy the podcast and hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of me. Okay, today we're going to talk about shadow alchemy. I've spoken about this a little bit in my last few podcasts, but it deserves so much more attention. And it's really interesting. And I know I've said this before, but how much it has actually changed um, my viewpoint, my attitude, my outlook, my everything and it would be an easy case to argue well you know it may not be just this tool that has put you into this position it could be you know the whole lead up to getting to understand and understand how shadow alchemy works that has now led you to this whole new awareness and this this whole new existence and way of being you can't really write off everything else that I've done prior to that. And I do see that as part of the journey. However, I don't think it's impossible for anyone to come straight into shadow alchemy and have the, the profound effect that it is on me. And the way that I view it is using the shadow alchemy under the, the concept of seeing it from the dark. And I know there's still that connotation when I say that, that people think, ugh, ugh, the dark, it's so terrible, it's so scary, it's so, you know, let's go make some human sacrifices and worship the devil. That's not what I mean about the dark, and I'm probably going to say this every time I say that word, just so the the stigma out there starts to change a little bit and I hope that using my voice and my experience and the way that I want to talk about things as a tool to bring more awareness um, to the outside world and especially to the the love and light community and all the spiritual people the healing people out there so that they can you know, get a better understanding of where I'm coming from and how I'm sort of viewing um, the way I say the word dark and what that means for me. And it was funny, I was, I don't really use Twitter much and I was looking at mine before and for some reason I looked up um, hashtag dark work and it was funny, there was a post from someone that's from like, I don't know, five years ago or something. And they said... Um, don't be a dark worker because it's all about the self. You need to be a light worker because it's for everyone. And 
the way that they were saying it was in a way that being a light worker and being part of the oneness is better than being a dark worker and being about the self. And I understand what they're saying, but I was kind of excited that it was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. Light work is about working on the oneness and dark worker is working on the self. And that is something that I have been fully guided to be, you know, when you look back, whatever's forever. And for me right now, it's the thing that feels the most comfortable. So even though they were writing it in a way of dark workers are terrible, they're so egotistical, they just worry about themselves. Yeah, duh. Um, that's exactly what we're doing is working on ourselves. And as someone who has come from being in such a big light worker that's not a word type space and still having friends who are still doing a lot of that work um i am not of the opinion ooh light work ooh i'm not talking to you that is so last year it's just dark work suits me more dark work me working on myself is what suits me the most right now. And there is no right or wrong between someone wanting to be part of the oneness or part of the light grid versus someone who's part of the the darkness and doing the opposite of that, where they're just working on self. For me right now, it feels really good to focus on the self. And I know it can be hard for so many people to think that that's a possibility even if you are a light worker and you are part of the oneness but you know there could be some some feeling or some underlying thought where you have considered what if I just did all this stuff for me what if it wasn't for the oneness of everything what if I just did what I wanted to do for me and not for the collective and not for everyone else. And it's really interesting because I'm sure many people have those thoughts, but they brush them off and they would view them as, ah, oh, you know, that is something that I need to heal. That is something that I need to work on. If I am not feeling like I want to keep contributing to this oneness or this universal consciousness, then I've got some issues to work on, so I need to continue my healing and find out where I'm going wrong and how I can fix it. Whereas now, <laughs> as I've been, or the way I was sort of dropped into this, even though there was a, a, a gradual lead up towards it, despite how I got here, um, it has definitely been something that for some would be hard to just wake up one day and go, hey, it's all about me now. So fuck you want this shit. And I get that. So I totally understand it from both concepts, but I'm not here to debate the, the topic of the light versus dark. I'm here to talk about shadow alchemy and how I've used it for myself and how I've used it as a tool with the viewpoint of working at it in the dark. So for me, and even if you do some research and try to look out that there's, there's, there's not going to be too much information out there, which for me at first it was kind of, 
how am I going to find out? What am I going to do? How am I going to learn all these things? Because this is how I was earlier with my learning journey was, oh, someone needs to tell me this. Someone needs to tell me that. Someone needs to show me how this works. Someone needs to tell me how this works. And I would be consistent, consistently looking for other people to give me the answers. However, as I sort of got past that, I was then able to just utilize um, the knowledge or the experience or the information that was coming into my field and be able to sort of just go, okay, they have introduced this new idea or this new topic or this new thought. And I'm like, okay, how does that feel for me? How does that work with me? Because I believe this over here and this over here and I'm holding on to this over here. How does that all work together for me in in the way that I hold my beliefs. So I could eventually get to my own thought um, <clears throat> pattern or basis of what the original topic was, but I needed that, that outside input from someone that I thought was better than me or smarter than me or more knowledgeable than me to give me those little bits so that I could grab onto. And it is so funny and I'm not making this up. I can prove this. There's a lot of the stuff that I've learned about this shadow alchemy and working in the dark, where if you go back into any of my books where I've written things and had these downloads or collective connections, however you want to view it, this information that I've already written down and had as bits of knowledge where at the time went, well, that makes no fucking sense. Now that I have all this tool and this information, it's like, oh my God, this is all the information I was already getting in pieces over the last few years. So <coughs> it's not, so in my eyes, I don't see it as, oh, you've just jumped onto something else or, oh, you just you know, following along someone else's idea or opinion to a modality, whatever it's not, it was already there. It was already coming in and it was just, you know, the whole process of it all coming in with a bang at once because clearly I was ready to get it all. And then now, now that I have it, I'm like a, I'm a, like a horse at the gate. I am ready to go. <laughs> I know I keep saying this, it sounds so weird, but I really hope you get my enthusiasm through listening or watching me is how excited I am about it because, you know, on paper, if you want to look on the outside, you should be going, oh my God, like, <laughs> you should be sad, you should be upset, you should be, you know, looking at your eyes in a, in a not so happy way, but it's the total opposite. It's like... Yep, 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 let's go. So, Shadow Alchemy. Now, the way that I have come to understand and learn more about the Shadow Alchemy, um, it's so interesting. And it's like there are pieces that keep coming into it that really deepen the knowledge and the understanding of it. And shadow alchemy is literally the process of illuminating the shadow um, so that we can alchemize it and turn it back into light. So a shadow is 
literally a shadowed piece of light. It's fallen light. It's, you know, if you want to visualize it um, in like a hierarchy um, type format, you could see that, well, if this is light, shadow is here because it has dropped down. And it doesn't mean that it's something bad or something that you need to avoid. It just means that it was something that was at its highest vibrational frequency or at its peak performance type existence. It's just become a little cloudy. It's a little shadowy. It's a little gray. It's a little dirty. So the process of using the shadow alchemy then is just for us to really sort of look at it and see how we can bring it back up into the light, which is literally what most people who are on the spiritual or healing journey are doing anyway. We are trying to um, change those parts of ourselves or our external circumstances from something that may not be as appealing into something that feels better or feels good or is more fun or more exciting or whatever it is. So it's exactly what shadow alchemy is, but the process of it is by allowing the shadow to be seen. And because we're talking about shadow alchemy in the dark, it is where we are shining the brightest light because this is what the dark is. And we've spoken about this before where it's the purest form of light. It's an extension of the current light consciousness or the light grid where it is... It's not a deeper, it's a more brighter, illuminating light force. So if we view, if we are viewing a shadow from the dark, we are going to highlight the crap out of it. So we are putting a spotlight on something. So if there's a shadow or a belief or something that we want to alchemize, we will look at it under the light where it fully gets to be seen and it fully gets to be heard but we know as people who are literally um, energetic vibrations of the light that a purest form is light so any any type of shadow or any part of us that is vibrating below our purest light frequency um, we know is something that we can um, move up to that higher vibration. So we know that it exists and it's something that is not, not impossible. It is something that is totally possible. So having a shadow highlight, be highlighted under the, the extreme black light or that brightest light of the dark allows it to fully be seen so we can really sort of look at it and there's two ways um, that I look at it is where we go all the way into the actual shadow so we will take it to that place that feels so uncomfortable that you're like wait what why am I here as well as disprove the belief that we are holding the shadow is not true and we can do that um, 
through using uh, what is called a truth rant or a tone of truth and it is the voice that comes from within us from the the highest vibrational frequency of who we are our god self our own truth and we can use those tones in in an exacting manner that comes out in the most perfect energetic vibrational frequency that is allowed to uh, match to that shadow after it's been fully seen and literally break it or shatter it or blow it up because if you go back to the the original uh, laws of the universe and the laws of attraction the laws of vibration where everything has to have its energetic energetic match and this isn't new information and when we realize and understand that we are uh, at our purest form of expression is a vibrational frequency a vibrational frequency of light it makes sense that because we are just energy that the things we are trying to attract to us has to match our vibrational frequency so if us as a human has the power to use our body, our senses, our voice to um, portray the exact energetic vibrational frequency. And I feel like I keep saying those three words so much. But there is literally a tone that comes out in your voice the the way that I'm speaking to you now and it sounds like I can hear myself it's like I am stopping and starting but it's because I'm allowing the exact vibrational frequency and tone of my words to hit your ears in uh, <laughs> I keep pausing because I'm trying to get it um, in that right frequency so it matches exactly where you need to hear it. And so when we are using the method of the tone of truth, when we are trying to alchemize that shadow, we can allow that, that highest vibrational frequency, there's that term again, of our words to come out to be able to match that shadow, to be able to shatter it. And it's just fascinating how that works. I mean, it's not that fascinating once you get into it, but it just blows my mind. And a lot of this stuff is not new. It's not new understandings because a lot of the things that I've done is working on a lot of that energy work and working on... Um, the frequency of light and the energetic tones and it all just <laughs> once you start really looking outside that like if you're someone like me who can't just sort of take on one bit of understanding and needs to go okay well let's just look at a few other areas <laughs> and even though I'm not as bad anymore it's just interesting to see how it all sort of uh, comes together and makes perfect sense so 
without having all that knowledge or trying to learn about the science or how the brain works or how the body works or how light works, which are all the things I've done. I'm not going to hide that fact. It just brings it all together to give it so much truth. And when you're doing shadow alchemy, we work on these four pillars. And by me saying about talking about trying to find the proof, that is an aspect of one of our lower vibrational archetypes. So the way that shadow alchemy works now, you know, I've just sort of spoken about how we allow the shadow to speak, to be seen. We, we, we allow it to fully be expressed. We shine light on it. We disprove it. We smash it with our own vibrational truth. Um, and then there's another process um, that we use outside our body as well. That's, that's another whole topic about um, using energetic vibrations in our body. Actually, I'm going to talk about that one in our next podcast because that deserves a whole podcast on itself and how we are fucking ourselves up by bringing in all this fucking emotion into our physical body. That's next week's topic. Stay tuned. You'll need to listen to that. Back to shadow alchemy. So it's based on four pillars, right? And these four pillars have two different archetypes in them. So they will have a shadow archetype and they will have a light archetype, a power archetype. The shadow archetype could also be viewed as a survival archetype. I think it's Carolyn Miss. I don't know if I'm saying her last name correctly. She she may have been, well, she was one of the first few because it's <clears throat> based on Carl Jung and his um, archetypes. And Carolyn's created these four archetypes that we all have as survival. So under this shadow alchemy tool, we have these different archetypes, which let's just use the words lower and higher frequencies. So the four lower ones are our shadow archetypes or our survival archetypes. These are all the voices and hopefully you understood what I meant by that sound was <laughs> that's that voice that we hear in our head that stops us from doing all those things we really want to do. Then we have the four power archetypes and that's that's our voice of truth. That is where we truly lie when we are fully in our in our power and we are fully being our true God, powerful, amazing God self. We, when we are in that purest form of light, which is the goal that everyone is seeking, we are holding those four power archetypes just as um, the exactness of who we are. Now, I'm not going to spend this podcast talking about how the archetypes work, what their lower ones, what their higher ones are. That could be something down the track. However, I am feeling like there's some sort of educational experience on shadow alchemy um, with support as an offering coming very soon because... <laughs> When I talk about these things, it's it's like everybody needs to know all this information immediately. 
even though you don't, <laughs> but I feel that sometimes there are things that need to be shared and the right people who need to hear them or find them will find them. So keep an eye out. There's something coming soon. <laughs> I don't know what it will come through as it needs to, because part of doing the shadow alchemy, part of working with these uh, uh, lower archetypes, when we're in that power archetype, that light archetype, we allow all that beautiful intuition and knowledge and information to come through for us that we then use to to make our next steps forward into bringing the things that we actually want because the four pillars of the um, archetypes the the channels if you will of what we look at in shadow alchemy it's like um this little circle of growth so we start in a certain lower archetype and as we sort of bring it up to the power archetype you will find that you drop down back into a different lower archetype and then you move back up to the power archetype and back down to the lower archetype and the next channel and up and down and then eventually something will come to fruition and it will come back around because if you think about the reason why you actually want to do this work and why you're here trying to uh, work on these shadows, that work on these beliefs, it's because we want something. It's because we want to be something. It's because we want to do something. We want to have something. So that's the only reason that we're actually doing all this work is because there's something in our life that we either we don't have that we want or something that we have that we don't want that we're trying to get rid of because we want to try and, you know, maybe achieve or get or obtain or have something else. So we are basically just trying to manifest something and it's not working. And we know that any of those lower vibrational frequencies, thoughts, ideas, beliefs, shadows are the things that are holding us back. So we know that we know that this is the case. So we are trying to get into those power archetypes so we can get all those things that we want. The thing with shadow alchemy is I find or what I have found after just a few weeks is how it does eliminate that shadow. It literally eliminates that shadow. And honestly, in my opinion, and I don't care if no one else says this, but this is just based on my experience. It's because I pulled out of the light grid. For me, being in the light grid was too noisy. And that could be my own doing. That could be my own beliefs. That could be just the way I view it. But for me, listening to so many people talk about the same thing, but in so many different ways, <clears throat> just became too noisy for my head. The the modalities, like, like, let's be real, no one was forcing me to watch any of that. No one was forcing me to listen or to learn. It was all my choice. It's not through anyone else's fault. It's just, for me, the way that I was absorbing everything and exposing myself to everything and putting all that pressure on myself of thinking that I had to do all these things me being able to retract from that and then come over to the dark side, it's like I've pulled myself out of, you know, a crowded public space 
and I've locked myself, you know, in a room without the lights on. And that could sound like, oh, you're just avoiding reality. You were trying to bypass all this crap. But it's not. It's given me um, that little bit of quiet. It's like putting on a set of headphones and just cancelling out the noise just so I have that space to really sort of look at those shadows and allow them to be seen because if I kept continuing doing the shadow work the way I was doing over in the light grid, I wasn't able to hear that shadow properly. I wasn't able to give that shadow or those beliefs enough voice because there was too much other noise coming in. It was like, um, you know, trying to develop photos with the dark room with the door open and that light coming in and you're not achieving the results, even though you're trying, you're trying to do the work, but there's still this light coming in. So for me going over to the dark, I can literally sit in that darkness of not getting caught up with everything else. Um, which has allowed me to really look at some of those shadows that really wanted to come up and to be seen and to be heard and for me to really go through them and alchemize them and turn them into my power archetypes. And then once I was able to that, I was really able to see what I truly desired, what my true values were, what I really wanted um, for my existence as this human right now. What are some of the goals? What are the feelings? What what do I want to create? What do I want to achieve? So because of the alchemization of the shadows, before where I was looking at the liger and saying, it's too noisy, stop talking to me, stop giving me more things that I think I need to learn or new ideas or new thoughts. I can now look at that in a totally different way because finding that light grid too noisy for me was a shadow in itself so whilst people may say oh you know you've escaped it all because you don't want to face these certain things it was actually the opposite going into the dark and avoiding that um, busyness of um, the oneness of everything gave me the opportunity to work through the shadows of why I was actually feeling that suffocation over there, which then has led me to the alchemization of all those shadows, which means now I can look at all that other stuff that, you know, may have irritated me or may have brought up opinions or thoughts or ideas that I didn't like. And now I'm detached from it. It, it doesn't it doesn't worry me anymore. So it's, it's like I am a onlooker. So now I get to look at these situations from an outsider point of view where it doesn't have any bearing or it doesn't have any response to me anymore like it did before. Before I could, you know, read people's posts or things that people say, oh, oh, no, no, not listening to that. Ugh, I don't want to hear that again. Oh my God, I've heard that a thousand times to, 
nothing. <laughs> like there's no reaction. There's no, oh, great job. That's so cute. Oh, I get it. You're coming from your own experience. There is nothing because it's not triggering me, me anymore. I'm not getting triggered by any of that because I've worked through the shadow. I've alchemized the shadow. There's none of that 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 hinders me anymore. And it's it is through using the shadow alchemy tool because once we start looking at those archetypes and once we start looking at those shadows through the eyes of those shadow archetypes and then alchemizing that shadow into the power archetype, you're really setting in stone what you want, what you want to be, what you want to do. Then you're allowing those voices that tell you, no, you can't do it and that's not going to happen. You're allowing them to be seen. You're seeing where they are coming from. You're seeing how they are making you feel. And then you're bringing it back up into your power. And the more you do that, the less shadow you have, the more power you have. And you suddenly get in this space where it's like, yeah, what am I going to do now? Because you don't have any of that any of that voice or any of that heaviness or any of that literal shadow trying to sort of bring you back down and say hey, you're not gonna do it and i'm not saying it's just disappeared forever and everything's done and then once you're over up in the power everything is perfect for your rest of your life i mean it could be who knows but for me right now <laughs> it's like amazing it's so amazing and i don't think i could have uh really had the clarity and the new perspective and the new understanding of everything that I see and feel now without being able to use the shadow alchemy tool. And I use it now. It's It just becomes second nature. So if there is a thought that comes in, it is so quick, if it's just something small and little, to be able to alchemize and bring it up to my power, bring it back up to my light. So I can spend more time in that higher vibrational frequency of who I am. And the best part, and this is the part, <laughs> this is, there are two parts of this that has made the difference. For me, it was escaping from the noise and sitting in the dark. The other part was because I'm just using one tool, one understanding, one knowledge of how to um, really look at every aspect of my life from shadow to light to what I want to achieve to how to remove it. I don't need anything else. I don't need to learn any more tools. I don't need to learn any more strategies. I don't need to learn any modalities because this tool takes care of everything. And I know that's like a big claim and it's like, oh my God, yeah, you're saying this now and a couple of months down the track, you'll be back where you were, whinging about the same things. <laughs> and it's not, I can't. There's nowhere else I can go. So it's like... There's nowhere else I can go. Like, this is it. This is, this is end zone. This is it. And I can see why, because it is. It is literally like that point where everything that, everything that's sort of come in has all sort of come together now. And it's all in this beautiful space. And having all that other back knowledge has helped me. And 
having all that back-end knowledge, I mean, I can be in such a great position now to help others as well because I do have all that other experience under my belt. And it's not just, oh, look at me. I did so many spiritual things. It's not that as well. I also have life experience. I also have um, the experience of working through things, working through some tragic things, working through easy things, hard things, um, getting the goods, getting the, the manifestations. Have we got everything yet? Not yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> stay tuned but I haven't ever been someone who wants to come in and go hey look what I've done I've done this and I mean you could even look at that and think well is that a shadow and it could be who cares because that's how you start thinking when you start using shadow alchemy instead of thinking it of it um as a way of Oh, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? You really start to look at those thoughts. You really start to look at the words that you use. You really start to really sort of hone into the things that you want, the things that you don't like, the things that make you feel good. And it's funny, I'm not going to lie. There are so many things that I thought I liked or I thought that I was or I thought that I had to be that has changed in the last few weeks. It's like, oh, I was just pretending. I was telling myself that I wanted to be like that, but I didn't really, I really want to be like this. It's like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> and it's blowing my mind because I don't know if you've watched me or seen, because I did go through a phase with, um, you know, the color of my hair and, and I'm not going to diss myself or talk badly about myself. It was a process, but it was really getting to that stage of really trying to find yourself, really trying to find, well, what do I want? I don't know what I want. And that not knowing of what you want is because there is shadow that is still covering the truth of who you are and I'm not at that full expression self expression of who I am yet I know there's still more there is <laughs> there's so much more to come I know there is I can feel it I know there's so much more but it's just really interesting like some of the things that <laughs> I liked before <laughs> only in a few weeks it's like <gasps> I don't like that anymore so I've really had to look at why, um, why was I liking those things or accepting those things or um, creating those things that something that I thought was part of who I was and who I wanted to be. And it was because of those shadows and those, those lower vibrational archetypes that were giving me those voices saying, Oh no, this will do. Oh no, we don't need that. And once you start looking at every single thing under black light in the dark, you can do nothing but uncover your true self. And if you are committed to doing the work and like with anything, there is no magic tool um, where I can just wave my wand and go, Hey, here's everything you want. It does require a, um, that level of commitment on your part to bring all this stuff into fruition. It really does. Um, it requires you to do some stuff. <laughs> 
like with anything, you know, that there is no, oh, I'm one with the universe and everything is so easy. Although it is, <laughs> it really is. Because once you remove the shadow, none of it seems hard anyway. That is a shadow anyway, thinking that, oh, I got to do work. Oh, this is going to be so hard. That is literally a shadow because once you get through doing all that alchemization of the work, once you start seeing the truth of who you are, the truth of your own power, the truth of the things that you want, there is nothing that is difficult. There is nothing that seems too hard. There is nothing that you won't know because you will get everything that you need and it will come to you so easily. The, the intuition and the voices and um, the way that what you want comes to you becomes so effortless that we get into this pattern where we start searching for something wrong because we're so used to, hang on, why is this easy? Hang on, why am I doing this and why is this happening so easily? It's because we're so used to thinking that we need to struggle, that we need to make everything different, that we need to consistently heal. When we don't, we don't. And don't worry, I'm talking to myself as well because I find myself as well going, la, 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 la. oh, hang on. Shouldn't we be doing something? Shouldn't we be working on something? Don't I have a shadow somewhere that wants to come up and start showing its ugly fate. Like, I get it. I get it. And that's why I'm talking about it. Because that's what I found is we're so used to that that it's hard for us to really think that there can be another way. And I'm here to tell you there is. There is definitely another way. And... I've said it a million times how excited I am about this and about this tool. And even though I'm really still um, building out my knowledge more and more of it. And it just sounds, <laughs> you know, when you look at it from the outside, you think, oh, is that it? That's not that magical. But it's the way you come into it, the way you... Uh, decide that you want to use it it's it's something that can literally create a perfect new life for you if you let it and by using it you could literally remove everything else like I mean everything else like I don't even like all areas so even just like from a business purpose from a social media standing from a diet purpose from a relationship view all those things it's like I don't need to worry about any of those areas anymore because they're all just going to work out because I'm working on my power archetypes and once I know when I am in my true lover sovereign warrior and magician fucking magic happens and it's through the least amount of effort and it's just an amazing feeling and if you don't get that from my tone, then you're not meant to <laughs> hear it or understand it. It's not for you when I get it. People will listen to me and go, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. That's not making sense yet. Other people will be like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. Tell me more, tell me more. But anyway, that is it for today's little chat. And next week, 
<laughs> yes, I'm definitely talking about bringing those, um, bringing all that energy into your body. It's crazy, 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 crazy. But that's all so many people have done for so long. So I understand that. Um, but yeah, next week, let's talk about that. Let's talk about energy in the body. And I don't know why I'm singing. Okay, thanks guys. See you soon. That's another podcast down. Thanks for listening to Disruptors, the dark side of light. We will catch you in the next episode coming to you really soon.